0: And grab hey
1: everybody, Welcome back to Smash and Grab Comics in 2019, the year of our Lord, 2019, 2K19. Uh, Anna's
2: Domini. <laughs> uh, hey.
1: 1519, we're back at you. We're live, a whole new year. Oh, I
2: thought and you were me. saying the year, 1519. I'm like, no, no, no. what? 1519?
1: Oh, no. I'm with it's you. It's the first.
2: Yeah, that is true. We are back. We haven't been uh, doing a show in about three weeks.
1: No, we took a holiday break.
2: We had Everybody to. Gets one. We had to take a break. Yeah. Um, I was starting to not really give a shit about comic books. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going, uh-huh. I was uh, huh? jovial uh,
1: turn, huh? man. The jovial holiday spirit. Did you have a good, good holiday? Uh, I had
2: an amazing holiday. Did you? Um, yeah, I'm going to leave one of my head I'll leave earbuds in. in here. Yeah,
1: sorry, we also are uh, doing some other audio work, so we're trying to figure out what we're doing with our earbuds. So if you hear us talk about our ears, we're not, like, fetish weirdos.
2: I am a little bit.
1: I have overactive ears, though. Like, um, I get a lot of uh, wax. Do you? So I apologize, because these are your headphones. I don't
2: ever use them for anything else except for you.
1: Fabulous, because you're not going to want okay. them. Okay. You'll be like, dude. Hey, they stay
2: in this <laughs> bag, and I'm like, oh, yeah, John wears the black ones.
1: Yeah, uh, but I have really, like. Almost every other day, if I don't Q-tip, yeah. it's like tons of, of wax.
2: You know, I don't know. We may get in trouble for using their name, um, but the reason we have earbuds in and we're not, because we're doing it through, uh we were going to do a video call tonight for, or a Skype call from Christopher Sabella, um, writer of Crowded. Um, he may still call back in. Um, I wasn't able to get a hold of him uh through Skype like we talked about. So if he calls back in during the show, we're going to jump right into with jump right into it, with absolutely. Christopher. Yep.
1: And if not, we'll reschedule for a different time. Sometimes life gets in the way, so I'm yep. not worried about it. No. I'm not worried about it. No, not Everybody at all. Busy. Everybody's got stuff
2: going on, man. Not at all. So, um my holiday went good. It was a lot of driving around. I had to go to La Crosse, Wisconsin and get my son. Um uh, my ex-wife meets me there. It's halfway there. Cuz she's got um you know, a five-hour drive for her and I've got like four and a half so that's the closest it's nice if meeting point
1: oh yeah we they could have to. they
2: have they have to um she does we had it in our um agreement or with Sean is that that's cool, though. we have to do it that's cool, though. and if she would want to switch it up you know I'd be open to it but I don't think it would make more much sense for her to like drive him all the way here and then me driving him all the way home. It's more time for both of us right. at one time. It is yeah. the same amount of overall time, but for both of us, yeah. all at once to put in, eight you know sixteen hours. I
1: feel you. Um, do you have any geeky twenty nineteen 2019... Revolu- uh, resolutions? I, w- I almost said revolutions. Oh, <laughs> resolutions. Uh,
2: I do have a revolution too. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Yeah? I wish you I. Want <laughs> to join? Uh, uh, geeky. 2019 resolutions yeah. um
1: like read more books read less books read more trades buy more trades
2: I you know it's funny that you say yeah. trades because the I the do of like
1: Wolverine on your face I know no not on my face <laughs> Come on dude my He's in the brown suit <laughs>
2: um yeah I want to read more trades I I read um too many series right now so I'm I'm like to stay up with them, I'm going to read the trades, because I'll only be about uh, maybe five, six months behind, but still, it's better than um being in the poorhouse forever.
1: <laughs> Indeed. My geeky 2019 resolution is to paint more minis. Paint more miniatures. Yeah, for,
2: miniature for games. which games do you like to play?
1: Uh, do the Walking Dead one. That one Ooh. is more a labor of love because I don't have anybody that actually is in that hobby with me. That's more of a Um, I set it up at friends' houses and kind of wow them and it's like, oh, this is really cool. I've never done this before. Yeah. And they really are opening their eyes to a miniatures game that is accessible to a person who's never touched one before. Yeah, because they know the storyline. Most people with Peter Jackson's films. It's a great way to lure people in with uh, the Walking Dead stuff. So that's awesome. Um, So yeah, I mean, I like that game, but I mean, Warhammer is my big one that I I really...
2: How often do you get to play with Um, guys for Warhammer?
1: Honestly, it's just me and another buddy. Yeah. And him and I usually do about once every other month once which we would love to do once a month and more but um until i get a house where we get a regulation table yeah because the regulation warhammer table is six foot by four foot
2: oh okay huge huge. so you'd have to
1: you need a huge amount of space yeah Uh, uh, and we play on my kitchen table which is about six foot by three and three quarter. you know what i mean like yeah how big is
2: this table
1: these are pretty big, but they're pretty.
2: They're not, maybe not as deep enough. To, I don't think that's four feet, but
1: no, definitely not four feet. So,
2: I don't think it's six either.
1: I don't think so. I think it's got to come short both ways,
2: but anyway. Um, but
1: yeah, I'm gonna do that. And uh, I actually started off doing that. I, I got um, on the painting bag bandwagon last night and started doing some stuff. So,
2: I had to go back to work because, uh, being a teacher, I got the uh, holiday break off, but I had to go back to work on Monday. so... Monday, you know, Sunday night, you know, I kind of did a lot of mental preparation for going back into a job you haven't done in a week and a half, you know. Right. Anyway, so then Monday I had a great day and I was all for it. I'm like, God, that was great going back to work. And then Tuesday I'm just back into my old, like, Mom, I'm at work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was kind of bummed. I thought I had a renewed spirit. turns out I was just really gacked up on caffeine or something. Um, so we read some awesome books this week. Uh, what did you think of Wolverine?
1: Wolverine, The Long Night, is the triumphant return of real vanilla Wolverine. Yeah. No extra powers, no weird resurrection stuff, no no old man Logan, no X-Men, like, you know, like team-ups, no nothing, no nonsense. Right. It is literally a mystery story told about Wolverine in Alaska. Yeah. Bodies start piling up on... Crab boats, and they look like they've been mauled by a bear. Yep. So the FBI comes asking, like, "Hey, what's, up, what's up with all these?" There's
2: and there's also been missing girls though missing that are girls. not related to the crab boats. So they're yeah. the FBI is thinking they're the same. The townsfolk are hoping the that they stay out of the girl stuff.
1: Well, and like this is, I really like it because it's it's a slow burn. Yeah. Wolverine is barely in that first issue. No. But he's in there enough to where it counts. I he, liked cause, it because right they have a flashback because they're talking to the sky. Yeah. About. Hey man, you know, do you know this person? Like that, that, everybody keeps like alluding to. Yeah. You know, have you seen anybody strange? Like, yeah, there's this one guy who joined our fishing boat. Just it's kind of like that's the yep. industry, you know. He, yep. both people get hired on, people leave.
2: He's it's got he's a different. funny old character. I I like the the way they wrote him. Yeah. You know, in the FBI is interviewing him, and he's just almost like he doesn't wanna. Um, I mean, he's willing to talk for sure, but he he doesn't want their crap. He's like, all right, I'll tell you again. You know.
1: Well, that and like. Alaskans are isolated. Yeah. They're in Alaska. There's a whole country of dividing between them and us. And they are still part of the United States, but there is a lot of land and a lot of sea and a lot of ice and a lot of snow and a lot of a lot of stuff dividing them yeah. and us. So they call in the comic they call us the lower you lower 48s don't, don't understand. Don't understand it. Yeah. yeah you, low, you lower 48 states
2: don't, don't get it. Um, so it's kinda crazy. I really liked the fact that for those that don't know, it's based on the podcast, Wolverine, yes. uh, The dark, the Long Night. Long Night is yep. what it's called.
1: And it's an adaptation <coughs> of the radio play slash podcast they did and released.
2: Yeah, the long, for the longest time. When we were charting on iTunes, this show was charting on iTunes, a lot of times it was that show that was either right before us or they were number one during that, that particular time as well. So we, I like it that we have been in good company at one point.
1: Yeah. You know? We, they beat us out, but I mean, hey, that's what they're going to do. It's Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> not only is it Marvel, but it's Wolverine. And that's what I really truly like about this is, is there's no, you know, again, I said it to preface this book, but there's no nonsense here. There's no goofy storyline. There's there. no X-Men. No I, X-Men. I mean, no, you know, he's not part of the team. You know, yep. there's no linkage with any of that. It's just him. And it's, it's a really cool, just purist Wolverine tale. When do you think like. it takes place? I don't know, and I don't care. No, you know, I I just want to read it. That's all I know. Yeah, I love the descriptions. I love the art. I love how, um, since it was adapted from a podcast and a and a radio play, um, I like how much detail is in the dialogue. I got the impression
2: that it was post Weapon X Wolverine, though. Oh, definitely because of the adamantium. But absolutely, he is um,
1: he he is post Weapon X project. It's yeah, it's Wolverine. Probably just uh, the time when he left the X-Men to go discover himself, who he is. Probably. You know, and, this, and he, it's a misadventure. You know, and yeah.
2: Uh, it's nice. good, though. I, I wonder how many issues it's going to take. Five. It's five? Yep. Because the podcast went for, like, ten episodes. They uh, were, like, like, an hour and 15 minutes or something. So
1: this is a five-issue thing. Yeah. Cool. So I think it'll be great. And I, I think it's going to be one of those kind of cult favorites later on. Yeah. Because as a podcast, I don't think it works as well as it does as a comic because it's a it's a podcast about a character who doesn't really like to talk much right
2: so so the podcast um when I listened to it was um definitely built around interviews of the f b i agents interviewing people about what they heard, what they saw. Yeah. Um, fisherman that was the story there because he doesn't talk a lot in the comic book it was everyone else that he's affected right in in canada or in alaska in this case that's
1: why i think it works better as a comic because you have the visual representation of him right when you when people are telling memories and stories about it yeah you have him on when you have him on the page he's there right when you don't have him in the podcast He's not physically there until he speaks. You know what I mean? Like, yep. For the, for the listener. Yep. So I think it works better. And I, I think it's, it was just a cool Marvel experiment to try and, like, pre-sell an idea, get a bunch of, like, numbers on who would be interested. in this.
2: Oh, I got a phone call coming in here. But it, but we're connected to the recorder, so our recorder is picking that up. Uh, the Sorry about that. Our, um, uh, is that a call you need to take, though? N- no, that's a friend of mine. Uh oh. Uh Evan, I will call Evan. you back after the show. Evan,
1: call. we're the on-air sign is on. <laughs> what are you doing?
2: Fine. Hey Evan. Hey Tyler, how's it going? Good. Uh I have to I have to tell you something. You're being recorded. Yep. You're being recorded. You're on our podcast right now. Perfect. We we were waiting for a call from someone else and and you called in.
0: Uh, okay, this is good.
2: Uh okay, and I'm not, I'm not kidding. Uh so you had uh, called me the other day about uh, a trip, a guy's weekend. Uh, do you want to tell us about that for my comic book podcast?
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know if there will be any comic books. Um, if right. there are bystanders and they see us doing ridiculous shit, um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, they might uh, put us into a comic book That'd because be we That'd are be a fun. bunch of um, – Old middle aged idiots at this point, yeah, um, but yeah, we got this little trip going to Mankato. Um, yeah. high school guys, class of 2000, smoke free, yeah. all that's uh,
2: what I smoke free. I haven't heard that since kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> we had t shirts, so yeah, we did. Like Mine t-shirt. was pink.
0: Oh, your mom must have washed it wrong. Uh,
2: I know it was. Now I got a pink one, I didn't, I don't know how, uh, oh, how I ended up with a pink one. Well, I remember
0: um, holding hands around the grade school. Yeah, I remember that too. Uh, Um,
2: Anyway, so what's the weekend about?
0: um, We're getting together. Um, We might, um, you know, partake in some fun. There Mm -hmm. happens to be, uh, I feel like this would be pretty legit uh, for your podcast, but um, in Kasota, Minnesota, Uh very close to Mankato, you can rent tanks. Like, legit tanks, you can run over cars, well, and you can shoot all the guns on the tanks.
2: That's awesome. Hold on one second. My co-host is also on the line with us. John, what do you think about renting a tank?
1: I mean, I guess I have to take a look at the liability form first. <laughs> <laughs> when
0: when that... you're in the tank, like, you're not getting shot at by the tank. No, like right. I'm
2: just saying, like, That would be zero. awesome. Like, what if you so accidentally damaged reality. something? Like, what if you rolled over a car?
1: Like, well, What's the liability? Nope. That's got to be thicker than, like, you know, a paragraph of a... But you're missing one.
0: You're, you're missing one part. Like you pay to drive over cars with the tank.
2: Oh, I get it. It's oh, I get that's it. awesome. <laughs> that is that is going to be
0: awesome. So, uh, go ahead. I, I don't know. I I feel like that seems like a leg- and it's it's fairly expensive. But we were thinking about hey, we play a poker game. Yep. Maybe the top three people end up based on the winnings. Yeah. Get to get to go in the tank, and they get to shoot like you get multiple guns. You just get to blow shit up. I mean,
2: that sounds awesome. Um,
0: I would be, I would learn how to play good poker for that.
2: Yeah, me too. Um, so uh, I am going to chat with my wife about it, and I'll, I'll uh, give you a call back when we're uh, not recording. Yeah. So, uh,
0: um, however, go ahead uh, to aid the podcast. I know you have a new little one, but uh, yeah. to aid the podcast, yeah. uh. As we get older, it's harder to get this stuff organized. But dead middle of winter is kind of a good time because people are like, "Yeah, I'm getting bored. Yeah, football's over, all that stuff." So, yeah, yep. you it's... guys can carry on with the podcast. But I uh, wanted to make sure you got the the full invite, and we don't know the details. But there also is a um, they call it a gentleman's club. Yeah, oh, I've I've heard of those. Uh, yeah, uh, they I don't know
1: what those
2: are. Well, they're good times for all. Oh, okay. For, but this <laughs> this for one's for
1: all, a steakhouse.
0: This one's a steakhouse until five o'clock.
1: And then... <laughs> <laughs> Look out, baby! It's four fifty. And then, like legit, That's I'm gonna amazing.
0: have a t bone, and then all of a sudden, there's gonna be like, you know, it's... some talent or something, whatever so, they call it. Yeah,
2: they're gonna have a show, um, where these where these ladies can come and show the world that they
0: have talent too. Yes, yes. So uh, I I just sure want to support that. Talent. Talent. Okay, okay. So John, you. Well, I'll go- let you guys get back to your podcast. Thanks we were, for letting me be a part of it. We, yeah,
2: we were actually right in the middle of chatting about the new Wolverine that just came out. Uh, okay. It's pretty good. Pretty good. We're going to go on to Conan the Barbarian next. Um, yeah, there's some Stranger Things going to be on this episode, and of course Evan uh, Burmeister. This is going to be awesome.
0: Sweet. This is my first time being on a podcast. So
2: oh, oh really? We've been doing this baby a oh, year and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. Well. You know, after this, I'm going to have to tune in, but I don't want to hear my own voice. So, you know, we've, we've
2: Hey, we've been number one on iTunes before. So you're, you are in good company right now.
0: Well, I've never listened to a podcast, but you guys can break me in. I don't want to say the V word, but yes. (laughs) All right, Evan, I'll give you, I'll
2: give you a call back tomorrow.
0: Sounds good. See Uh, ya guys. All right. See ya. Bye. All
2: right. Hey, that was pretty funny.
1: Yes, absolutely. That was great. What? That's, that's the benefit of doing a live show.
2: What about uh shall I unplug from the recorder from my phone? Um just in case our um our know. Skype call comes through? I
1: don't know. I mean, do you, is it is it something where you need to set it up real like, you know what I mean? Like, it
2: literally
1: it takes a plug in of this and that. Yeah,
2: hold on. I will disconnect him. Boom. He's been disconnected. All right, we're still so working. I'll I'll hear it in my ear if he calls. Cool. And then
1: I'll just, I'll just I'll just remove my earbuds entirely.
2: Yeah, you don't even have to have one on because I'll hear it, I'll see it. Beautiful. Anyway, okay. We're talking about Wolverine. Well, yes, what but
1: do you, what did you like? Your overall thought? I mean, I've been speaking on this thing for a little. bit. I really liked it quite a bit. I thought it was really really cool. And then I have kind of a closing statement about it, and then we can move on.
2: I talk. I I um only have Wolverine stories that are, um, not necessarily non-canon, but not in the. not in the X-Men world really because I'm not I I like the X-Men I thought the movies were cool I even liked the third one that people had a hard time about Um, the only thing was I never really read them ongoing in the comics but I loved I was intrigued with the character of Wolverine you know and so I've got a lot of Wolverine trades so this is this is fun for me just to have a non non gimmicky non-X-Men, straight-up, ballsy Wolverine story.
1: Right, exactly. And then I think one big thing is, like, you said yourself that you have a lot of Wolverine traits. Like, I think later on, I think this will become, like, a cult favorite and, like, one that will, once it goes to trade, yeah, it'll be on store shelves, and it'll be one of those go-to books, like, hey, I want to read a good Wolverine book, what do you recommend? Yeah. Dude, Long Night, it's great, it's beginning, middle, end. Just a badass story of just him in Alaska. Yep. So I think it's just going to be, in the future, I think it's going to go down as one of those books. And that's just a prediction, but it feels that way, even with issue one. Yep. It feels that way, and it's just going to be one of those quintessential Wolverine books that somebody who just walks into a store can, you know, go and grab.
2: I know you said that this works out better as a comic, but I really like the idea of Marvel branching into other areas of um, storytelling besides just the comic book. Um, Because Marvel today is a media company, it's not just a comic book company. Um, And I see nothing wrong with them putting money into voice talent, you know, and so. I don't know i think this is a new step for them you know we've shied away from dc and marvel on this show strictly because we prefer stories that are original and more thought out than ones that have been but going on for 25 years yep have. and and i'm just going to bring that up because you know we've talked about venom we're not talking about wolverine we're gonna talk about conan here in a second mm-hmm. oh sorry my nose is getting stuffed um so for that kind of stuff. it definitely is um yeah, so I don't know. Marvel's moving in a cool direction on some aspects, and then other aspects, they're still doing their same old continue. It's a win-win Gotta win for keep them, pushing the old series, right? It's
1: a win-win for them because um, what they do is they get this voice talent, they get people to listen to it, and it's basically just a, a way for them to pre-sell a book before printing it. Yeah. Because now they go, okay, how many listeners do we have? Yep. Over a million? We can sell 200,000 of those in comic. Yeah. Put 300,000 into print and see what happens. Yeah. You know, if they have less than a million viewers and a bunch of dislikes and people didn't like it, then maybe that's not an idea to put into print. Right. You know what I mean? I guarantee you... 100%, it's cheaper to make a podcast or a radio play than it is to put a, a comic in. Oh, it's
2: very cheap. I mean, you know, we do it for under 50 bucks a month. Right. You know, so. But if you'd
1: like to help us, please <laughs> come yeah. on out and let us, let us know. We'd love to have more sponsors. Yep. Speaking of sponsors, though, Yeah. sponsor plug you can find Wolverine the Long Night at Rainbow Comics Cards and Collectibles our proud sponsor for this episode in this season, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're at 3310 South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, or 1501 Pine Lake road, Suite 17. You can see Tim and the crew down there in Lincoln, Nebraska.
2: Yeah. Um, I love going to the Sioux Falls one. I, I, Whoa, I, I even, closer. yeah, well, <laughs> well, the, I mean, I mean, I love going to the store and the one I go to is in Sioux Falls. Okay. Um, Sometimes I just go and just hang out to read comics. I did that this afternoon because I didn't have anything else going on. There you go, man. But Sometimes uh it's just, it's and one of the ones that I read while uh, while I was sitting here was uh Conan the Barbarian, uh number one.
1: Where are uh, we moving next?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you you want to talk about X Men? You have something else on that line, or Wolverine?
1: Yeah, the, basically, just me saying that once uh, it's trade paperback, that's going to be one of those go-to books for Wolverine. I think is that long night one. Oh yeah. That was, that was my closing. Yeah, point it
2: definitely is going to be. It's going to be right up there with Weapon X, or right up there with, um, what was that one? It's fairly new, in. Um, Mm, it's an er, it's an early origin w- origins actually. Oh, Wolverine sure, sure. origins.
1: Yeah, it's just going to be one of those books that people like come in and look for, you know, like people come in and they go, "I want to read Batman Killing Joke." Yep. You know, what I, mean? I want to read
2: um, The Long Halloween. Long
1: Halloween, yeah, and I want to read uh, Blackest Night. You yeah. know, what I mean like the Green, green Lantern cuz these are stories that represent those characters really well, and I think this story is going to go down as When re-
2: when reading cool uh really The well. Blackest Night, did you feel like you were reading one of those monumental stories that was going to be there for a long time?
1: I think it's the best Green Lantern story. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's um the best. One of the best stories out there. It's good. It 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 harkens back to a, a kind of a lost age of um, years and years of build up. Uh-huh. Which um, nowadays we don't really have because people just don't have the attention. I mean, cuz look, look
2: look what's happened um with the um uh, darkest night that led into eventually uh, flashpoint which led it into the new 52 which led let us back into rebirth yeah, and it's like, just chain reaction. I kind of lead it all back to there, but maybe there's an earlier point. But
1: No, I think that's, that's definitely the diving board into the giant pool of, co- of content that happened afterwards. But um, the same thing happened with uh, Dark Knight's Metal. Not a great story in and, of, in and of itself, but people will go back to it. I you
2: know, don't. You think so? I, I mean, there's a little ripple going on right now, but that just ended this year. I, I don't know if getting it's... getting
1: so much out of it, though. We're getting stuff like Batman White Knight. We're yes. getting stuff Batman Who Laughs. We're getting this Grim Knight from the Batman Who Laughs. We're also getting... But, but White skills.
2: Knight was not... White, white Knight had nothing to do with the metal, though.
1: You know but what it, I mean? But it, not,
2: wasn't a, it wasn't a story that came from that source material. was born out of that. Because, how so?
1: Because it was, an, it was a way for DC to give writers and artists a way to create original content that was out of continuity
2: true but batman's been doing that for a long time with you know batman um there's like a 13 issue series just ended last year but two I mean, years ago but
1: really embraced that like this whole multiverse thing and sold that idea to everybody yeah so that no one had any question of uh continuity anymore
2: i kind of feel like this is going to die out like kind of like darkest or uh blackest night did with the rings i mean nobody talks about the rings anymore in comic books
1: Yeah, but I mean, I don't think that's the objective is like to harken back to that story. It's just, it's just going to be, people are going to be like, where does this, you know, why does this exist? Oh, it's a multiverse, you know, like they've acknowledged the multiverse back in metal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's an excuse. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just an excuse. So. It's not a it's just a leaping board for people
2: to be like, it's so funny. Original
1: content.
2: It's so funny because, you know, I go back and I never read Watchmen when it came out. I read yeah. it way or I read it way later. Me too, but okay. Me so too. I never read, um, the dark Knight returns when it came out, I read it way later. And so right now we're in the middle of, uh, dark Knight's metal. And I feel like, Oh really? We're in, this is going to be one of those things. I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> Cause this isn't very good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, we don't need to keep talking about DC because yeah, no, no. we've got Marvel yeah, kick some ass this Marvel week.
1: Marvel kicking lots of ass this week. Um,
2: you know, we normally focus, like we said, on the independents because they write independent stories. They write it's fresh new material that's that's awesome, you know. Uh, but And Conan's a licensed product that there's been a million iterations of it.
1: And he's been around for a very long time.
2: Yeah. So
1: Originally published by Marvel. It was a Marvel book.
2: Really? I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, I know they had it earlier. Loads but was a magazine. Really? Is that, and, that, and that's where it was created?
1: That was theirs. That was, that was something they did. Oh. Uh, Marvel, um, Savage Sword, and then Regular Conan were, were Marvel books. Yeah. Uh, magazine, in prestige format kind of thing. In the 70s? So, yeah. Huh? But uh, Marvel later sold the rights to Dark Horse, picked it up. Um, and then now, Marvel now has the rights back. So, this is the triumphant return. Conan, the Barbarian.
2: Uh huh. And how, um, do you, how do you feel this story?
1: I think this is the year of Conan, man. Like, do you? They set the bar really high. If you can produce the same effort and content here yeah. throughout this whole run, right. however long they're going to take it, you have a huge hit on your hands. Because this is what Conan should be. This is what Conan always has been. I mean, I was worried when Marvel got it back that they were going to dumb the character down and, and spoon feed us. You know Conan. Kind
2: of a little. In my opinion, they kind of did.
1: I don't think so. In the first three pages. Yeah. He's killing, betting. Yes. Drinking. Yeah. That's Conan. Yeah,
2: that's true. But um,
1: killed people. He tried to have sex with some lady, and he drank wine.
2: And she turned out to be a a witch. witch.
1: Yeah, which is like straight from that first movie.
2: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: everything hit on all cylinders for me on this for Conan. Good. Like because right in the first few. Because what they did was brilliant. You didn't have to load this with sex, boobs, violence, Game of Thrones stuff. You just had to get that out of the way on who this character was in the first three pages. Yeah. And you did it. Yep. He killed some people. He chopped their heads off. Yep. He tried to have sex with a lady. Yep. And he drank wine. Yep. He got drunk. Like, in the first three pages. The rest of the book, you don't even have to touch on that because you already did it.
2: This is how I wish Red Sonia would would have been. Sure, but Red Sonia got stupid.
1: Yeah, right. Because they brought her to they brought now. her
2: to now our world. Um, this is and that's
1: where I worry though is 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 because Conan has a confirmed crossover with the Avengers. That's dumb. That's just nonsensical and stupid.
2: Yeah, and it's because it's. I always worry when I see classic characters under a banner like Marvel or like DC where they can throw it in with their with their extended universe I'm going
1: oh fuck no they they're going to squeeze as much blood out of that diamond as they can which
2: uh honestly when um vertigo was in its heyday you didn't usually see vertigo characters in comic book uh, in in comic book mainstream yeah, DC no you know? uh Constantine was the well, once in a while but once in
1: a while but he existed on it. he existed and it was it was well-known that he existed on a, on a plane yep. where, where he, he shared that universe. And so
2: now with the the Zero Hour Dr. Manhattan stuff, um, it's kind of the same way. I hope they don't go through with this plan to bring Conan into the Avengers or a crossover with the Avengers. Yeah. That's I mean, ridiculous. As long
1: as, it, as long as they do it in a way that doesn't interfere with the core Conan book, I think it should work. Uh-huh. Because if you uh, – If if they start to leak Avengers over into this Conan, yeah, it's gonna get dumb. It's just it's gonna lose its quality. See um,
2: here, if if the Avengers time travel and go here, or is it dimension travel?
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's not about time travel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be more about dimensions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, so then it would have to be the Avengers coming to him, because in the regular book is not
1: going to make it to, to them. Like, it's, no, because
2: there would have to be a gap in the book, right? For, uh, for uh, Yeah, never mind. Honestly,
1: it just doesn't make sense. You know, there's no reason to sit here at round table on how to make it make it sense. This book itself is a Conan book. Yep He he gets captured by a witch. Yep. You know, that's the woman he tries to have sex with because uh, she has this visage of being a, a beautiful... She woman.
2: looks beautiful yes. when she comes up to him. It's right after he's fighting in the pit. He wins... And win some money, yeah. Ha-
1: half in that's his line. I love that. How would you like your payment, Conan? And he's like, ha- half usual, in coin, half in coin, half in drink, yeah. Half in <laughs> coin, half in wine, I think. Yeah. But
2: uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, so he's sitting there getting drunk, just being sloppy. This girl uh, starts flirting with him, and he um takes her to bed. And in the middle of sex with her, she turns into this crazy witch. ugly witch, which then. During uh, their she mating, him. she scratched him and and poisoned. The poisoned his blood, which then his blood is being used to raise her master from the deep
1: roots. Yes, and she needs Conan because every warrior, every person he's killed, has made his blood more powerful. More yeah, powerful, more powerful. And if you know Conan, he's killed lots and lots of dudes. Yeah, lots and lots of peeps. Yep, lots and lots of monsters. So uh, he has very powerful blood. So she's using him to bring back her god. Yeah, and uh, she's. Uh, decidedly unsuccessful, Um, Conan thwarts her, and then uh, the book Time Jumps, uh, which I liked, I thought it was cool, Uh, it jumps to old Conan, where he is king, and has been king for a while, runs his own kingdom, runs his own army, Uh, he has just got done (coughs) winning a battle, and he's decided to walk the battlefield, uh, because he says, Chimerians always look their enemies in the eye, even if uh, they did not, even if... I didn't kill them. Yep. I did kill them. You know what I mean? Like, even if it wasn't by my hand, they're still dead by me.
2: Yeah, this time jump is funny because at the beginning, they show him getting old as a king. And then it jumps to – but we're not here to talk about his life. We're here to talk about his death. But it jumps to a much younger Conan. And I'm going, whoa, we're even going before this point in time where we see him as an old king or, you know –
1: and it's always, uh, it's really cool. It's just, there's, there's just, so much timeline to play with here. It's yeah. so much fun that, that can be had with this book. And um, Jason Aaron, the guy writing it, who's done tons of Marvel stuff, um, there was a great excerpt about him and doing this book. He said uh, when he was 12, Conan was on his shelf. Conan was the book that loved, like, he did fall in love with, like, this universe and more in, in writing and comics. Yep. So Jason Aaron had said he already has a year ahead planned out mm-hmm. already with this book. Because he's the guy who to write this book. So I, from what I've read and what I've uh, heard straight from the horse's mouth, I think the quality in this book is going to be really high. As long as they you keep sh- it this level,
2: yeah, no, and as, so, they, they're gonna.
1: This is, is corely a Conan book. I, it needs to
2: be. Yeah, and it. Hmm, even if Jason Aaron gets put somewhere else, um, I really hope Marvel hires one of their other top-notch writers. Um,
1: Don't let this one go. You know what I mean? Like, this is your real opportunity. If he's got
2: a year planned out already, this is going to be a long run.
1: Yeah. Well, that, and don't let this one go. This is just an opportunity to make a character who's been around for so long, and anybody who's ever read comics has probably picked up a Conan book once or twice in their comic career. I did when i was a
2: kid i picked up conan or you I had know. conan poster or a, or, or conan you saw the movie, you know conan I mean, like, movie like and you know to me arnold schwarzenegger was three things he was conan the barbarian he was the terminator and he was one other thing i can't remember what the other was thing was Predator? No um, But for me I can't I honestly cannot remember What that third thing was But when I was the a kid cop No <laughs> When I was a kid He was three main characters In movies that I loved um, And so um, uh, Conan he, Arnold Schwarzenegger Is Conan to me So Oh yeah 100% And uh, yeah. yeah It's gonna be interesting To see where this series goes Yeah
1: I really hope Marvel Doesn't get the Doesn't get like the uh, The cows out of the barn On this one That things go so crazy Like like, just be purely Conan. Like, let this book thrive. You've got other room to play with this. If you want to have him appear in Avengers, I have no problem with that. But don't have the Avengers appear in Conan. And then uh, they got Savage Sword coming out, which is a second series. And I'm all for that because there was uh, two books running in the 70s. There was Spider-Conan right. and there was Savage Sword. Yep. So both were running at the same time. There was plenty of room for both. Mm-hmm. But is there going to be a quality drop between the two? If if this is being written by Jason Aaron, who's going to be heading that Savage Sword? We'll
2: have you know to know see. I mean? When's that so, coming out?
1: No idea. I, I should know that right now, but I don't. Yeah. Um, Who? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know anything about Savage Sword when okay. that's coming out. I mean, there's an ad for it in here, but I yep. think it's literally just says Savage Sword Conan. Yeah, no comment. date. I don't think there's a date. I don't think there's writers. But this was awesome like this is a conan book i would have i felt like i would have read as a kid you know like it it felt conan it it is conan and uh they didn't dumb that on the character like i said you know i thought they were going to pg-13 it but
2: i dumped last month or so i i abruptly stopped all my marvel books and then except for venom and so when you said oh hey you should read conan i'm like oh damn you marvel
1: (laughs) (laughs) back and it was a book i was really worried about but I think they're pulling it off, and I think they're doing a, um, a great job. So. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, Savage Sword of Conan number one, you've got Jerry Dugan, Ron Garney, February. So Okay. February. Okay, that's cool. So we'll see. I mean, again, there's a lot of room to All fail right. with this, but there's so much room to be good with this.
2: So someone like me, I don't know tons about the Conan myths, mythology. Um, you think that this is going to be – Difficult for people that don't know anything about him to, I mean, yes, like you said, everyone's heard of him, but a lot of people don't know the ins and outs. Do uh, you think this would easily jump onto series? I think so. I mean, just
1: um, just with the way that they do it, they get you get you open the book and you get a nice two page spread. Yep. You, or you first? You get your kind of like your poem, you yeah, your epic poem, which yep. the Conan movie start out starts off with yep. a scroll. Yep. And then you get your two page spread of past and kind of tells you a little bit about him. And then you have your big two-page spread of Marvel Comics. Probably presents Conan the Barbarian. You want to hear something
2: hilarious? I, I read that poem, yeah. and I must have had two pages together because I never read this. Oh, you never got to this. No, so you never saw that. Uh uh-uh. uh.
1: See, I loved how they did this because it's a throwback and a hark into the old. Those
2: era. that those that uh, are listening, you obviously can't see what we see, but it is a um, two-page spread of old-style '70s comic book scenes from the Conan series. Mm-hmm. And even with the original word balloons and then new word balloons put over it, which yeah. I think is really cool. became uh, Conan, the
1: Chammarion.
2: Yep. So then... Um, Blackhead, southern night. So like sword I said, in
1: hand.
2: I'm going to have to read that because I jumped right to this title page. I'm like, okay, I check through who's who's just, on this. And then, boom, I'm right here on the yeah. battlefield where he's born.
1: And I just, I really love the, the, the just the coolness this book exudes. Uh-huh. Know? The art is amazing. First, your first page of story is Conan's mother giving birth to him on the battlefield, and like and cutting the umbilical cord herself. Yeah, she
2: she delivered herself and cut him out herself. It's gross, but
1: it is. But the, the way that Marvel drew this is so tasteful. You can tell we have to be
2: when it's under the Marvel label, not not Marvel now, not you know yeah. Marvel their other, older one. But, but
1: they've done this in a tasteful way because it's just you know exactly what's happening right here. Yeah, there's not that really that much blood. It's just black. Mixed with a little tinge of red, yeah. And there's no umbilical cord. It just, you know, that's what happens. Your happened. mind fills in the gaps. Yeah. You know, and, and the way that her face is drawn. Because
2: okay, there those that aren't looking at it, there's a little piece of rope attached to the end of her um, knife, and I, my eye immediately thought that was umbilical cord, and I was like, oh my god, gross, and then, <laughs> and then I realized, oh, it's just a knife uh, with a leather strap.
1: But I guarantee you it's there. trick the mind into thinking that yeah i mean it's so so well thought out and i think there's so many examples of that in this book yep i mean
2: look at all the the red on this whole page is meant to you know us the reader the death the the blood the carnage that conan can do and there's
1: not a whole lot of inherent gore to this page it's just the way it's presented the way it's drawn. the blood that's coming off of these are more just streaks but you and you don't see the act of conan chopping their heads off right just it's after the sword swing. So it's just, yep. it's really cool and tasteful the way they did it. Uh, and the book just kind of keeps doing that. And I loved it. I thought it was great. It's, it's quintessential Conan, you know, so we go back a page here. Yeah, what's yeah, this ad? What's this ad for? Uh, I just saw
2: a Conan ad.
1: Oh, that was that savage sword thing. I was was it? On. Okay.
2: Yeah. So that looks cool. There is an ad in here with, um, Conan and there's, uh, skeletons hanging from him. Uh, it just looks like a really fun, like adventure story. Uh, I can't Savage wait to hear that.
1: was, the, the one. was and it? Conan really followed him. You know, uh, I mean, Savage Sword did too, but Savage Sword was more of a...
2: Is it like the difference adventure? between Hellboy and BPRD? Kind of. You know I mean? I'm, I'm just trying to be funny. But <laughs> but, but. no, kind of, seriously. It's okay.
1: Right. Um, yeah, I mean, Savage Sword was kind of a... This time on Savage Sword, this yeah. happens. Yep. I mean, Conan is going to have that continuing thing yep. where Savage Sword should just have was business. episodic yes. it wasn't yes. long, long ongoing yeah absolutely okay uh, hopefully this one continues in that, in that spirit in that vein so yeah
2: I'm sure we'll it will
1: see. Uh but yeah I mean we're, we're going to talk about this and retread right old the ground here and you're going to hear me say a lot of the same things but I, just, I really like this book it's just quintessential Conan and I was happy very pleasantly surprised at Marvel pulling no punches here and going for it yeah because they went for it you know like th- there's so many ways they could have dumbed this book down Yep. To feed it to um, the generation of people they're looking to, which is younger readers. Yep. And this is not a younger readers book.
2: No, it definitely is not.
1: To, I wouldn't hand this to a uh, kid under ten. No,
2: uh, you know, not with the sex in it. No. I mean, I, wouldn't, I the I wouldn't violence.
1: Hand it to a kid under t- uh, under thirteen, you know, it, it, the book is not v- R. It's not mature. It's about PG fifteen. The the, the the
2: lives. blood and gore in it is understandable for kids that age but the sex pretty is pretty uh you know he's having sex with her when all of a sudden she turns to a witch you know and i'm like oh okay marvel's going marvel kind of took which i'm used to that from the comics i'm reading but when all of a sudden i took a step back and said i'm reading a marvel book holy crap yes you
1: are and that's what i loved about it is they didn't shy away from the character no they did not shy away from the conan that's yep that's what he is. Yep. He's a barbarian. Yep. He kills. He slays. He beds. He drinks. Yep. That is the man, and that's the character.
2: That should be our motto. I,
1: I mean, if I could live hey, my life we like we that, we kill, we I bed, live. we drink. That, that could be a T-shirt.
2: <laughs> Good T-shirt design. If you want to uh, kill, bed, drinks, man. I'm gonna. I'm <laughs> gonna. Hey, be be ready for our um, GoFundMe page to be on our <laughs> Facebook because uh, hey. For every $10 donation, you get a free shirt. Um Kill and, that drink. And so, yeah, the that'll, uh, what do you think? Three of every size? Yeah. You know? Let's do it. Yep. So I'll come up, I'm, I'm serious, I'll come up with the uh, price goal, I'll put it on there, and for every, I don't know, how much do you think, for every what donation gets a free shirt?
1: $15.
2: 15 Yeah. And then uh, how much are we going to actually sell the shirts for? Oh, I
1: don't, 20 <laughs> See,
2: fifteen was my price point for selling them, <laughs> so oh, you got to okay. give.
1: I guess it depends on the quality of the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: anyway. Anyway. The t- t- we, the, I'm t- just throwing t- this idea out here right now, so John's a little confused. So I don't know what's happening. I'll put that out. I'll, we'll discuss the the specifics of the GoFundMe. We're going to do that because um, I want to get shirts made. Um, and uh, those that are diehard listeners will know what. Uh, how does it go? Kill, kill bed, bed drink. kill bed, drink. Yeah, and uh, it'll be funny because only the die-hard listeners will know what the bed part means. A lot of sure. people think it means sleep. Yeah,
1: they should. They should be big bold kill bed drink.
2: Yep, straight down the middle. On the back, it'll say smash and grab comics. There you go. Yep,
1: that's awesome. Uh,
2: anyway, what else did you read this week? Because I don't have my comics with me. Could be because I thought we were doing um, our interview with Christopher Sabella.
1: No, you're you're fine. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other books I read. I, I read Walking Dead, me, which I haven't got to it yet. That's fine. I won't wreck it for you. Um, it was good. Um, no,
2: any big revelations?
1: Yes. And yeah. Oh. Okay. I mean, we're coming to a really big boiling point here
2: between you know? between the Commonwealth and rick's community
1: uh i think the commonwealth actually is just a power keg with a match sitting over it. because
2: you know in the past issues they weren't happy with the way the governor was running things right. they're not happy that Rick's
1: crew is fine alexandria hilltop they're good yeah the the commonwealth is ready to implode uh-huh so there's it's getting game of Thronesy because like there's getting people that is are, dwight dead i can't tell you
2: did he i couldn't remember did he die in the last issue or this one because I, I know he dies I can't tell you Yes you can
1: <laughs> <laughs> No Dwight died Yeah Dwight died last issue That's what I thought Because I'm like This he... issue starts with the, the governor The new governor Yeah Tomwell. She's holding a press conference Saying an assassination Attempt was Tried uh-huh. Uh huh Rick saved me Okay So here's Rick to tell you About what's going on What we're going to do To move forward And I'm only giving you The first two pages but Yeah uh, Rick basically says Hey I know things have been crazy here. I know things may not work the way you want them to work, but I want a peaceful resolution with you guys, and we're going to find a better way to work things between you guys and yourselves, and we're going to find a better way for you guys to govern yourselves. Uh, He hasn't thrown his hat into the ring of like,
2: I want to be your leader. Yeah,
1: he hasn't done that, and he hasn't been like, come join mine, jump off shit, baby. Like, he hasn't done that. He's just, he's really presented himself as this pillar of, of, uh, of human of humanity, yeah. Uh, as he always has, you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, uh, that's all he's done. He hasn't really gone for it and says, "I want to be your leader," and I think there's a better way that I can do this. But Mercer has been pushing him. Yeah, Mercer says, he has. "You're the guy. Yep. You're the guy to run this." He's been
2: kind of a uh, Palpatine, right in his right. ear, right? And, and,
1: but it's getting crazy because now like people are talking behind people's backs. People right, have like secret agendas. Yep. Do I try to kill this lady? Michonne's doing her thing. Rick's doing his thing. Yep. Um, so
2: they're. I mean, I don't even know. Do they consider themselves married anymore? Are they were they married? Not really.
1: Who's
2: that? Michonne and Rick. Uh,
1: in the comics, they never got it on. <coughs> oh my com-
2: TV my. Am I confusing the two? Okay.
1: Yeah. The TV show Michonne and Rick ha- have. Yeah, they have their thing. Okay. But in uh, the comics, Michonne and Rick never. They don't. Andrea. Andrea. Jones. Andrea. Yep. Andrea, who recently passed away. Yep.
2: In the book. <laughs> she gets around. I mean, she's had relationships with
1: How dare you? more more people, true. more people in what this are you story. Talking
2: about? Her, her, and the old dude with the RV, right? That was Dale. right off the bat. That was,
1: but that was more of
2: a. That was creepy. That
1: was like a father daughter. No,
2: that was yeah on their part, the girls' part. Her and her sister, they thought it was a father daughter thing, but Dale, <laughs> on, <laughs> on,
1: on, on Dale's
2: on Dale's end, he wanted more.
1: I kept wearing that t shirt, Kill Bed Drink. <laughs> <laughs> Smash and Grab Comics. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I mean, I, I really just don't understand the, the Walking Dead haters on the book. It's so slow. Oh, man, there's just so much wasted opportunity. I don't know why I read this. It's like, God, if you just can't if you can't hack it, just get out, man. Yeah. I'm tired cancel
2: of- the show. Uh, I th- then you won't have anything to complain about because you won't see. Exactly. I mean, a TV show has to move fast. Yeah. The TV show is what's ruined that, um, for casual readers is that now they want fast. They want the story to be faster and they're not getting it.
1: And we talk about it all the time. And people who are long time listeners of the show will, will hear me say it again, broken record. It's they've had 15 years to build these characters. They had, they can afford to move slow because they spent 15 years moving fast and like getting these things in place. You know, there's no reason to advance characters, uh, mentally and like, like their psyche within 10 pages yeah because that was not how the characters acted for 15 fucking years you know they're gonna
2: I mean, like, they're gonna look back on this this period though in five ten years uh remember that boring period of walking dead
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's true to the character you know what i mean rick is really weighing his options out he's you know like i said he didn't throw his name in the hat for like hey i want to take over like let's do this right like, you know what i mean that would not be true to the character and how he's portrayed himself in the past 15 years. Yeah. It's not who he is. Like, that's why people people need to look deeper into that. Why, does, why do they do this? Why do they do that? They're, if they were going to have Rick do the, that... Look back at the 180 issues prior.
2: You know, if they did do something like that, it would be for on um, Robert Kirkman's part. He... It would be the slow, insidious change in Rick that yeah. us as the readers wouldn't even notice. And then you'd be like, whoa, go take, back 100 issues, and you take, can yeah, see where that started.
1: Issues, yeah, And then you'd go back and be like, oh, there's that time. He, he did that one thing, and that was the spark. You
2: yeah, know? exactly. And who knows,
1: there might be that time later. But right now, Rick is still the guy. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Rick is Rick, baby. Yep. And Rick, Rick should always be Rick. And I think Remember, Rick should go out on top. A month
2: or two so. ago, there was that big controversy because the artist drew Rick with both yeah, hands. He both of his hands. He and like, hey! The, <laughs> on that, right? He was yelling at somebody through bars. And so he had his hands on the bars. And then like, the whole internet went crazy because Rick had two hands in that panel. Yeah. Um, like, did I miss something? Yep. Is there magic in this world ben? Yep, exactly. It was funny. Uh, uh, so um, what do we think? Um do you think Image is just ignoring it or do you think they're going to reprint it with Nah, there's no reason to reprint no. it
1: it's just noobs they acknowledged it yeah they just went, oops yeah sorry yep that's just what, you know that that's what happens sometimes if you're just drawn you know what I mean yeah I know um, but,
2: but I, I, I can't made it it, made it pass I didn't notice either I didn't notice it went right by it I forgot about it and then um, but for
1: me it wasn't like I was I've known Rick has I've known that Rick doesn't have a hand on that on that side for so long that I'm not like every book like
2: looking for it
1: right you know i just know so i'm not looking at his hands i'm looking at his face I'm yeah it is weird you know i'm not looking, uh that whoa, whoa, whoa. when i
2: read it online i'm going wait what and then i went back over my comic and i'm like holy shit you know what, i that I went notice, right past me
1: like a big thing i would notice is if uh carl had his eye wound on the other side or something. that would be huge for me like i would be like what the hell you It'd know, be I
2: weird for I, me if Carl had two eyes. Well, that too. Because if that's the exact same thing, just with a different body part. But
1: that's a pretty big up. Yeah, because big... <laughs> Carl's face whole...
2: is so disgusting.
1: He's had a crater in his head for a long time now. <laughs> so, well, I, I I just adore that book. I just I love reading it every month. It's it's one of those for books. me. It's not even a guilty pleasure. It's strictly just a pleasure.
2: To Robert Kirkman stories in general are for me. Yeah, it's um, like,
1: you know people say guilty pleasure because it's their. They're embarrassed. embarrassed. Is usually what guilty pleasure means. Yeah, what are you embarrassed, embarrassed to admit? Yeah, exactly. Like you know, um, I don't know. So There's
2: I don't, th- I don't think G- Walking Dead would be an embarrassed. It would be a guilty, no, pleasure. Not a guilty pleasure. No, because it's, a, it's strictly just a pleasure. Yeah, because I'm not trying to hide it. You're not trying to hide it from no anyone. Way. I'm not guilty right. about it at all. I love that book. Right. I mean, I'll, e- fight, I'll fight people about it. Exactly. A so it. a guilty pleasure really is one that um, you're like, yeah, you get why people think it's dumb, but some part of you just likes it anyway. Yeah
1: that and at the end of the day fuck, yeah. you're not gonna read it i am yeah that's yep well, you're not it's not your money yep exactly i'm the one who spent four four uh, 425 on it so. yeah go fly kite.
2: Okay? yeah <laughs> i i like it i I
1: love it. I love it i'll read it every month until I, it gets until until something crazy happens i me.
2: might just this might be a dangerous statement say right now but i almost like obsidian song more or Uh, oblivion song not obsidian i like
1: i like oblivion song more for the originality of storytelling yeah i like walking dead more for the vested uh care i have for these characters yeah because it's been a long time well that and like uh at some point rick's gonna have to die because
2: yeah time goes on
1: time goes on time is a thing in that book yeah it is it is accounted for yep i mean at some point He's going to have to die, yeah. like, whether it be by walkers or whether it be by just old age.
2: And do you think the story will continue if Rick's gone? Yeah. I think it should. I think
1: Carl will take over. Yeah. I think Carl will be the guy. Because he's becoming that character. He hasn't true been, for, for a long time, Car- Carl has not been a little shit. You know what I mean? He's yeah. Been, he's been a, a, a reliable character. And he has his own uh, mental uh, barriers he needs to get through, too like uh in this issue I, I i don't want to spoil too much oh about, i don't care um i don't really give a shit he's looking spoilers. out the window and he's staying in his room and he's got the daughter of alpha yeah uh, who the whisperers were you know yeah. yep. her, her daughter who she ran around with a fucking crazy zombie face wearing cult right. for a long time yep and he's looking out the window at um the girl that 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 they've grown up with since pretty much the beginning yeah um What's her? Sophia. Yeah. He's looking out the window at Sophia. She's on a date.
2: That was in the previous issue. I remember that. This is in this one though. Okay.
1: Um, she's going on a date with that boy with the glasses. Okay. He's a new kid. Okay. And he's smiling, and she's like, "Why? What, what makes you so happy?" He's like, "Oh, it's Sophia. She's on a new date." Yeah. He's like, "You love her, don't you?" And they get into this squabble and fight, and he's like, "Yeah, but it's not like that. You don't understand. We've been together for a long time. We grew up together. My earliest memories are like playing with her." Yeah. And we've grown up together. Like, the love that we have is a friendship. It's not nothing like the love that we have together, and then she's like, "What do you mean?" And then he gets into like, "You see me who for, uh, you see me for who I am, and you accept me for who I am. You're the reason I took my bandage off. Yep. And you know, people, I couldn't stare at people, and now I can because of you. But he also acknowledges the horrible things he's done. Yeah. Growing up in this world. Yep. And he's like,
2: "She knew me. She knew me that before that. You know, Sophia did.
1: Right. And then." and uh, he gets to a point where he says, you know, I I love the fact that we're both monsters. Yep. And we can live like we know that we are and she's like you're calling me a monster and and it gets crazy. But his I love that psych that psyche there. Yeah. Cuz he's grown up with this horrible trauma of murdering things and like yeah. being this horrible. Yep. And
2: world. then she yeah, and Sophia grew up in that with him. They yeah. came up together in that and this girl who he just met, she doesn't know about his past, and he knows that she has a past. She knows that he has a past. Well,
1: and, and that's, I think, what draws her to him, uh, him to her, is because she grew up in this crazy face-wearing cult. And, yeah, like, that's where her she's broken. You yeah, know what I mean, so they make a good pair because he's kind of broken, she's broken. Right. Together, they're the jagged puzzle pieces that don't fit anywhere but together themselves. Yeah. See? So I really like that. And I, he's just become a really great character for me, um, depth-wise and face-wise. Just really cool. I love love me some Carl, baby. We love you
2: some Carl.
1: And I, some I, hot Carl. I can just imagine, no, can just imagine it now. Like
2: Cleveland steamer?
1: Wheelbarrow. Uh, Glass bottom boat? What I, what I can imagine now. Dirty Sanchez. You need to stop. <laughs> I can imagine now, like you get to a huge finale years later down the road. Rick dies, okay? yeah, or like say he's on his deathbed or something. Yep, Carl's there, and like the final page is Carl picking up the sheriff hat, and just being like, "Yep,
2: yep. I'm the captain now." Yeah, <laughs> that would be a that would be a good ending. Um,
1: it'd be, <clears throat> but it'd be an ending to
2: the Rick portion, the Rick
1: portion, and the beginning of Carl. Yep. Yeah. Taking over. Yeah. As the guy, man. Yeah. That's my ultimate.
2: You know what I love is that, on paper anyway, no one else has written Walking Dead. True. I like that.
1: Yeah. I do too. It's, yeah. it's Kirkman's baby. It
2: makes it feel...
1: Complete.
2: <sighs> complete. It's, you know, 100, almost 200 issues. It
1: makes it feel untainted.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have... It's all... You know it's all well at least he wants you to think it is it's yeah, all his, his idea
1: I still think he has a team that he had just had of okays
2: I think I think that's the way it is with um, stories like Oblivion Song I think that that maybe overall it's his idea and where he wants things to go with it but I don't think he writes the week to week or the month to month scripts
1: I think it's I think it's the other way around I think Walking Dead has become so ingrained and so it's just it's something that he can't be busy with like just let me let me check out what you guys are doing. Yeah, uh, so cool, so the like, yeah
2: so the writers have to go. Hey, do you like where this is going?
1: Or Kirkman just goes, "Here's where I got. Here's where I want you to be." Yeah. Excuse me. Within a year, these characters need to be dead, or this needs to happen. Figure out a way to make these happen. Yeah. Just run it by me, and then I'll let you know if it's good. Yeah. And that's that's what I think. That's not something that you know is confirmed, but. You got how, how he busy he's so Robert Kirkman
2: is? right with how many series now three? What's the other one he's writing?
1: Uh, I think he has that. He has uh, Oblivion Song, his Outcast, which I think is his weakest of the three that are right now. That's not him.
2: That's John Lehman.
1: No, Outcast is him.
2: Is Robert Kirkman? Mm-hmm. What it's what the, am I?
1: That's the demonic possession book.
2: Am I reading it? I can't even remember.
1: No one is. <laughs> oh really? Okay. <laughs> it was a Showtime series that got canceled.
2: Okay, so. There's a book, Outcast. okay. That trash can that's in my box right now, over there. In outer darkness. Outer darkness. Okay, thank you.
1: Outcast is like a demonic possession book. Okay. I didn't like that. Okay, but no, there, no, there
2: is story. another. There is another one that he's writing. Oh, die, die, die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what that it That was is. more fun. That yeah. one I think
1: is all him. That's 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 just a that's his guilty pleasure of like i like to write that book i like to write <laughs> killing Sex, spiders,
2: i don't guns. i don't care that i'm writing a book about an old congressman trying to get this lady to sleep with him exactly just I think that's, I think that's, that's, that's just, just gross i think
1: that's <laughs> his one that he just like takes into a dark room and closes yeah. the door, Like, you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like a kid in a candy store like wow i can't live out for this i said a bad word yeah. yeah
2: uh let's see what else came out this week um I haven't read Stranger Things yet, um, but it is number four of four.
1: Issue number four.
2: So did it end things uh, nicely for this wall for you? Yeah, I mean— Where Will was in the Upside Down?
1: Yeah, it's the story that we already kind of knew, you know what I mean? It, well, we but, knew where
2: he was, and this is this story is of right. his things from his perspective, his side of this Upside Down universe.
1: Exactly. I think this is great for Stranger Things fans, uh, for people new to Stranger Things— I don't think it's I don't think you'd even get it just because it it relies so much on watching the show.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah you can't read this 4 issue mini and have not watched season 1. It yeah. would make no sense.
1: It would make sense to a degree, but it just you wouldn't get the whole story cuz this is only a piece. You know what I mean? If it's you came gonna... fresh, if
2: you came fresh from under a rock and read this story, I don't think you would go on to issue 2.
1: No, I don't think so either. I think you have to be. It's too just, stupid.
2: I mean, I mean, from an outside, uh, looking, from in, from outside yeah. looking in, yeah, it's not, it's not a and real. It's not
1: essential, and it's just, uh, I think this is just one for the fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. But that's, There's nothing wrong with that. I'm with excited that. to finish plenty it. Plenty of uh, room to cater to people, and this caters to uh, Stranger Things fans. I'm also
2: going to read Redneck. Uh, Dude, I'm
1: uh, way behind on Redneck. I know they're up to, like, issue 18, and I feel bad because, like, I see the covers and I see, like, the story happening in front of me, and I'm like, man, that was such a good, like, I remember
2: the first six issues of that. So yeah, um, and then to me, you know, what it went story arcs behind now. It went down a little bit in oh, um, really? in intensity, um, but it's getting <clears throat> good again. Um, Uncle Bartlett just got married to. Whoa. Yeah. Well, he had a girlfriend way back early in his life after he had been turned, but she was a human girlfriend, okay. and she didn't know he was a vampire, and then when it came time when it came a point where he had to either save her life by turning her or letting her go he turned her and then had to admit who he was and what he did and they haven't spoken in centuries um, mm. so they've come back together she's been living her vampire life he's been living his and it's really nice um, I haven't read this newest issue yet um, but it from the cover it's got something to do with that they've got their hand held together and um, I don't know I'm excited to read it,
1: and I think it's just uh when Redneck originally came out, it was really revolutionary for a vampire book. Right. I really really like the um, looking at things from the other it, side, and
2: you're and looking like, at a red a redneck vampire group. So, right. what it is is um, I mean, because now what what's dumb now is now they got to reestablish themselves because their their farm has been compromised, um, in the first arc that whole place as a safe haven is gone right they're two human um helpers you know aren't really helping them out anymore um you know like with getting groceries and such for them yeah. um they're, they're scattered to the winds JV and Uncle Bartlett finally came back together I think they weren't really together during the second arc maybe
1: well and the nice thing like this book is like one of those books that began our love for Don Cates and like his story Yeah. Yep, like for sure thing. and this book really like when you first discover this book if you ever go out and pick up the trade or pick up the issues um this book really takes on like a modern day interview the vampire kind of feel yeah you know like, yep. interview the vampire now is a little dated but right um, that book mo- that book and that movie was like all like, Anne Rice books are really cool like one of the that was like one of the first turning points for me into like like um elevated horror movie, yeah I guess to, rather than like stabby stabby blood blood boobies you know what i mean yep, like it yep. was like the, the character i get it of yeah like, you know,
2: like, i have been uh, wanting to go back science, and read the know? the real original novel of frankenstein and yeah, i've the never stuff. yeah i've never done it and so almost almost like and i'm a good good reader i'm a big reader um you know one that doesn't and, hold up like what?
1: a classic like an all-time classic that i think is garbage what moby dick yeah moby dick i think is a terrible book because i try to read that yeah 90 percent of that book is a how-to on whaling Yes it is And the last 10 Like 10% of that Is a story Is fucking The Whale Yeah like, That's it Like yep. you read You read like 200 pages of shit Yeah just to get It's to a that.
2: lot of It's a lot oh of Oh my god Okay so I listen to a lot And this is how I compare that to I listen to a lot of music oh. And a lot of experimental stuff I love all kinds of stuff Right Sure So once in a while A band that I like Does a track That's really just an interlude thing It's not really yeah. anything It's just noise rock kind of stuff And that, that pisses the fuck out of me because (laughs) it's like, as an active listener, what I mean by that is like, I will put an album on to listen to it beginning to end. Right. That's my purpose. It's like when I put a movie on, I want to watch a movie. I don't listen to music background as a background thing. It, it doesn't work for me. So if I have music, it's because I want to listen to that. Weird. Yeah. I don't like on my. Concentrate really on the music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. and and um, you know just like I can't flip through this comic book and casually read it while while you're talking to me sure. I wouldn't be able to recall much you I know you. and so so um, for me when my wife just has music on when I come in the house, it's almost kind of a stressful thing because my ears was my ears just want to listen to it and then she's like, oh good, you're home I'm just, I, I'm just in here cleaning and I'm going uh, for me it's kind of like almost sensory overload.
1: Yeah, I don't uh, music is definitely a background for me unless like I'm like really want to listen to a song or a artist yeah. that I'll just I'll pop in the buds. Yeah. And and rock out.
2: But, oh, no. So so for me like
1: when I'm painting figures or something, yeah, background.
2: Oh, okay. When so, I when I have um you know, we've got Apple Music and we've got um Spotify. So yeah, anytime I want we want to, we can have that and she does all the time but me personally um i buy my records on vinyl as one aspect of part of the ritual of sitting what's down to listen to
1: it what's your uh position on albums as stories
2: i like it uh, on times if they're good at it yeah. if they're good at it
1: uh Better listen to a band called the decemberists yep i love, I love them. yep
2: they play. they're well you know yeah they're well known for doing they're, yeah they're well known for doing are. that
1: full like full beginning to end yeah story. Like, i kind of like that idea yeah is, yep. like one of those like that if you listen to it from the beginning to the end there is a story woven in there right like crazy it's nuts. and if you do listen to it there is actually no breaks in the music from track one track yep. two track three all the way track ten i don't think it was recorded that way but it, it was made to sound that way so that that's cool there's no break like yeah uh, between songs and uh, did they and I if, don't think actually you don't get a break in songs and, until about song four and then it starts to change a little
2: bit in okay so as a digital file is it broken up into multiple tracks yeah. okay so then uh if you listen to it on a hard copy of cd or something would it be separate tracks or if it was on no, vinyl it would, be continued. would be it continuous. one track yeah okay that's cool uh
1: yeah. check that out if you uh, like them um i, I do yeah the crane wife. it's called the crane wife it's based on some like yeah, but, the uh, Mars
2: Volta. What they did is they found a journal in an abandoned car, and then they wrote a whole album based on this journal they found.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, but I'll bet you there's some weird stuff in there. It's a good album, um, sure.
2: but okay. Back to my point. Yeah. So, we're not here to talk about music. so filler. Yeah. I know I've been trying to think of a way to come no, up with a good fine. music podcast because I'd like to do one based on my obsession with, like I was saying, the ritual of sitting to, of, of vinyl records, right? Taking them out. Putting it on my thing, starting to think, sitting that. down, and I'm like, this is what I'm doing now. I'm just going to chill right here and just listen to this new zone album by. But... Right. You know, if people hear music coming from like my bedroom, you know, we have a big house, my wife has a daycare, you know, kids are everywhere. So, so, yeah, if you hear something <laughs> on upstairs, I'm listening to my new record, and, you know, it just yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Um, and I generally don't get bothered too much because I feel too. Um, exposed may be the wrong word but um, if I'm home and I'm if I'm cranking what I really want to listen to 99% of the time is going to be something nobody else really likes and I feel self conscious about that you know because I listen to extreme metal you know uh, aggressive punk um, doom you know stoner stuff Uh, it's it's, it's, yeah it's tough in the car when I'll put something like that on because my wife's always like no just listen to what you like and then, and then I'll put something on that I like that I'm like, she might be able to tolerate this. And then and then she's like, yeah, yeah no, that was fine. And then I'm going, okay, because that wasn't even really what I really wanted to listen yeah. to.
1: It's like start talking about sacrificing goats to the demon god.
2: Um, so <laughs> my point is Herman Melville writes a lot of, writes a lot, wrote a lot of filler. Oh, God. That book
1: was the most painful thing I had experienced in a long time of like reading books
2: call me Ahab call me Ishmael no yeah Yeah, it's call me Ishmael is how it starts
1: call me not worth it yeah (laughs) (laughs) call me wasted time or am I
2: thinking the old man in the sea
1: no call me Ishmael as Moby Dick okay
2: okay okay Um, Anywho, um, I can't really remember what else I read. I just picked up more of my comics uh, from the Sandman universe. Um, I'm going to keep Books of Magic. At first, I didn't really like it. This is issue three that just came out. Yeah. At first, I was like, you know, this is kind of a Harry Potter ripoff. But what's nice is that, well, it really is the way they got the kid looking with his hair, round glasses, owl in the background. This cover is screams Harry Potter.
1: Is it a Harry Potter ripoff, though, if, uh, like, Neil Gaiman wrote all this stuff before J.K. Rowling. He, her stuff.
2: he didn't write this at all. No, no,
1: no, not this book. But didn't he, in, like, Books of Magic, doesn't that have to do with his Sandman stuff?
2: No, this is a pure new series in oh, the Sandman, okay. you, in got, the universe that that you. Neil Gaiman created.
1: So this is a Harry Potter ripoff.
2: You know, I thought so in some of the in the aesthetics, you know, and yeah. in, in a little bit of that. Um, but the story behind it, up issues one and two anyway, the story in the background is so good and original. It kind of eclipses that parts where they're stealing Harry Potter Sure. Uh, for me. So I'm hoping that issue three and going forward distances self from that. Um, I think it's a bad move on their part to um, have a book of magic. Cause right now everybody loves magic stuff. Right. And then it has been for the last 20 years I mean, magic is, that's the thing everyone loves. And then, but, <laughs> I think it was a bad move to put the main character, make him look like Harry Potter. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's, it's not a good look. Whose who's man is this?
2: Uh, yeah, and no, it's not a Neil gaming creation. Um, I got you. This is a story within the Sandman universe that this author created. Sure. So.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm gonna read love, that later. Love, we'll it. Um. I've I've decided to leave the you know I was reading all of the Sandman universe books, but the I've decided to leave the one about New Orleans. I can't remember it's called. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I decided to leave that one. Um, It's kind of like um, the House of uh, Horrors or House of Mystery that um, Cain and Abel used to. It was like a ongoing mystery thing that they would host a scary story party
1: Spooky.
2: right well they're too busy in the main Sandman universe book called the dreaming they're busy with dreaming problems in that story so Sounds like this should so sleep therapist. so now this pillow. this uh house of uh what's it called house of what <laughs> house of house shit of house of whispers hey. is kind of that that um using that same plot device and it's not as good
1: Hmm. sure but that's just that's i mean there's gonna be comics that are not good and comics that are great out there so yeah um i say the real winners this week is definitely conan um i think 2019 being the year of conan that's gonna be huge yep and then uh i really think that um that wolverine the long night is gonna be a big winner in the long run too yeah um if i had to choose this week which one is better of the two i go with the Wolverine one just because I think long-lasting. I think that's just going to be a book that makes it to trade that people are going to be selling for years. Yeah. And I think it'll be multiple printings. It's just going to be a great book. Yeah. Um, not shying away from Conan, but um, I did love Conan this week too.
2: I liked was... it a lot. And yeah. I read it like right before we started recording. Yeah. I thought it was a really good book.
1: Uh, I loved it because it, it really evoked those childhood, those childhood years of flipping open Conan and seeing kill bed drink you know yeah just that's conan yep you know that's what i wanted out of it yeah that's what i got more. all right okay so I set up a nice continuation there's a nice cliffhanger the next one comes out in two weeks it's a, it's a great time are they going to be
2: a monthly series eventually when it's to kind of slow down the i don't
1: know i mean jason aaron said he's got a year already planned out so if he's got a year already planned out and he's come out bi-weekly i would love it
2: i would love it too except i'd worry about quality especially art
1: i would too uh, I mean, because it's
2: one thing for him to have a year's worth of scripts written. That's that's you. one thing. But um, to not... If they're all in the can ready to go, cool.
1: Yeah. We're, we're going to have to see. Uh, Marvel has a... Because that's, you know... Marvel has a very slippery thing on their on their hands right now. Like, this could be really, really great. Yep. And right now, it started off awesome. Yep. They're on the right foot. Yep. But they're on, they're on slick ice right now. Yep. They could slip and fuck this up hard if they just... If they move this character to a a, a dimension or a way that he does not go, Or shouldn't even belong. You know what I mean? I always thought. He doesn't belong with the Avengers. He doesn't belong there.
2: I always thought Thor was another character that didn't belong um, in the main Marvel Universe. I know they wrote him to be, but I always thought he would be another one that didn't belong there. I
1: mean, they made it work over time. Yeah. I hope, at least I hope the first thing that happens if Thor and Conan get together, I hope Conan bitch slaps Thor's.
2: that'd be funny. <laughs> you
1: that, call yourself a warrior as guardian.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Um That's great. I don't know. I have a feeling this series though is going to eventually just be really cheesy. And like We'll
1: find <clears throat> out. We'll find out there's going to be a way It's to probably going
2: to be it's right. probably going to be end up being more um like uh rat queens than Conan, but
1: I, I don't I'm going to hold out hope, but the day that that happens, or I'll call it or you know what,
2: maybe maybe may a better way to go would be Red Sonia, than like what we're hoping for because Red Sonia's gotten silly. Well, that's when I, I dropped off. Think, is what it just was sweet silly.
1: She suffers from. Um, well, it's being, not it's not put
2: out by Marvel, by the way.
1: Right, right. I think Red Sonia suffers from just being handed around to too many writers who want to do too many different things with her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So because she, she has some really great arcs, like Gail Simon arcs yep. of Red Sonia, are yep. quintessential uh, like. Hyborian Tale reading. Like, yeah, the the, really the most
2: current series, the one that started like a year Turn ago. Turned into trash. It's bad. It's, yep. Yeah, I only I got a couple of those um where they did the real model covers. Yep. Yeah, um I got a couple of those. Yeah. yeah, and then, a co- then I also have a few of the um the drawn for ones.
1: Books for sure. But then there's But just, the story
2: became just, so oh, ludicrous.
1: Yeah. yeah, you have to draw line. And
2: I'm a man of refined taste. I like fine literature, <laughs> fine <laughs> wine pornography if it tells a story <laughs>
1: Moby Dick is on my classics top 10 oh. uh, with that, though, pornography
2: that tells a story no
1: no. I think with that we're going to end our show yeah. uh, with one more word from our sponsor which is Rainbow Comics Cards and Collectibles you can find anything and everything we talked about on today's show at Rainbow uh, 3310 South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls, South Dakota 1501 Pine Lake Road Sweet 17. Go see Tim and the guys down in Lincoln, Nebraska.
2: And uh, I will get in touch with Christopher Sabella and see what we'll happens. Just it's not a big yeah. Game, man. Life happens. Yeah. Not we not we're a... going to do our podcast regardless. I know. It's so. good. <coughs> I almost didn't read any books because I'm like, oh, we're talking to a right. creator. It won't be a big yeah. deal.
1: No, well, we, we went off on our uh, usual tangents. It's a we uh, part for the course. You want to hear something, you something funny?
2: Uh, the guy mean, that. The guy is that, it
1: really
2: going to be funny? It's, it's humorous. All right. I'll it's, be the judge of that. It's it's kind of a
1: all right, all right. Regale so me with your tail.
2: This guy Evan that just called, uh-huh. and we talked to him on the phone. Okay. Um, we were really good friends as when we were children. Our moms were friends, so we'd end up playing at each other's houses. Right. Um, and we were okay friends throughout high school. We weren't really close. We kind of ran in different circles. And then I graduated in the year two thousand. Okay. God, you're old. Uh huh. And then, <laughs> and then. Two years ago, he contacts me and says, "Will you make some trophies?" And um, I have never made trophies before. And I I get asked to do weird stuff all the time as far as creating things. And um, so I said, "What are they for?" And our hometown has hot dog night in the middle of summer, right? I know.
1: I've never been invited to hot dog night. Anyway, this is like, well, so this is a big thing now. Yeah, and so there's if wiener
2: there's wiener time. dog races. And yeah, so I was asked to make the trophy for the wiener dog races. So I made three three hot dog trophies. They're, they were made by a um You should have cast real three. hot dogs. I, wi- I wish <laughs> I would have now looking back now but he had them already made with a 3D printer. Oh yeah. Okay. Looking back on it now, we could have made something really cool with some some you know doing a cast of like silicone or something, yeah. right? Just these weird um um anyway. ne- next year. Uh Okay, so then that was that. It was like we were all good to go. I haven't heard from him since um two nights ago he called and then i wasn't able to answer he uh left a text uh about getting together some of our guys that we graduated with going to mankato having a guy's weekend so um what we heard on the phone was the first i heard about what he has in mind for this guy's weekend which you know for only it's 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 interesting when people from your past contact you and say hey want to hang out you're like Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, wow, where have we been for 18 years? You know? Exactly. You know? I
1: feel you, man. I feel you. Uh, Well, I mean, yeah. Hey,
2: I'll probably get to ride in a tank and you
1: won't. Hey, that's fine with me. When you get murdered out there with just him and you guys are like hanging out in the tent or something In a tent. You know, the, the rest of the guys fell through I just thought just <laughs> you and me could just uh, go camping in the woods <laughs>
2: oh, oh <laughs> man though, thank, good, thank goodness Evan is not that kind of guy <laughs> good deal All we right. love
1: you Evan thanks for calling in uh, what a great it, that made a fun show <laughs> yes absolutely I've been the pretty boy of comics JP and as always I'm with
2: uh, the beard of comics Tyler actually you know your beard is longer yeah. I, mine's um coming back. Is, Dude, it's you'll get there in like two weeks. This has been like six months. <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's fun when it's long, isn't it? Cause yeah. then, then you just pull on it. Mm-hmm. You just pull on it all the so, time. I
1: look so uh, inquisical in and
2: people are always like, why do you guys do that? But then now that you it have a good. beard, now that you have a beard and, and you know it's something to actually run your fingers through, you do it a lot. Don't you? It, good. it does. <laughs> it's, it's, that's a guilty pleasure it feels, to bitch to people. It why do you stroke good. your beard? Cause it feels good. <laughs> Bye. All right. See ya.